You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We're here with the 14th edition of the Oz and End Zone podcast on Bleeding Green Nation Radio. I'm your host, Seamus Clancy, with my boy, my co-host, Zoe. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. One word, two syllables, playoffs. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I feel like it started. I feel like we started the playoff rhetoric with the live pod. Um, shout out to that was after the Detroit game, right? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to our, our good friends at Mitchell and Ness. But yeah, right. I did. I hit Detroit game. We were like, all right, maybe they get some momentum going, and they did. Um, and it was touch and go, though. Like we, like, like we said uh, last week. You know, they, they had to take care of their business and they still needed some help and they got all the help they needed after they took care of their business. And lo and behold, man, my goodness, playoffs. Who would have thought at two and five, none of us thought playoffs. Like we, we just had to we gotta be honest with ourselves. Two and five, we did not think playoffs. We've crushed Sirianni in the past, but to not just regardless of the way he completely flipped the team's offensive philosophy and actually created an identity. Because all throughout the beginning of the season, all we kept saying both on my solo pod and on here was the team doesn't have an identity. And to not only just do that and change, not only right. change an identity, but cr- create and cultivate one, right. he's doing it from a two and five hole. And I, and I also think, um, you know, the, the, the flower cultivating thing got a lot of – it got a lot of jokes and a lot of play, but I think he, I think it was the right analogy. I think he was at the time, just trying to explain to people that there, like he's there's a, there's a lot of it's a young locker room. Like the there's not they they have they don't have any middle guys. They have either older guys who are on their you know twelfth year in the league, or you have a lot of younger guys who are on their you know first second maybe third year in the league. So like he is trying to piecemeal a locker room that's either really young or, or long in the tooth. So, you know, I, I, that does take time to kind of get that, that synergy going. Yeah. Cause you either have the Super Bowl holdovers, your lanes, your Kelsey's your Cox's, or you have the Jalen Devonte nucleus. Right. And you lost, and you know, not for nothing, but very early in the season, you lost your defensive quarterback. You might've lost like, your best player. You, you literally your best player. You're definitely your best run stopper. Yeah, you know, and 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 you're still honestly still still kind of reeling from that. Like, there's a lot of times where you you look at a busted play on defense and you say, if they had BG, that doesn't happen. So like, you know, he's got he's had to, um, you know, he's for all the for all the stuff that we give Gannon as well. Like, he's also had to make a ton of changes on the fly too to to make sure that. You know they were it's it's some kind of uh, you know formidable you know defense down the stretch. Yeah, and you know we've been critical. Like I said, he's not a perfect coordinator. The the talk of him getting a head coaching <laughs> buzz was outrageous. I thought, um, but you see a, little, a couple of different things where 
Darius Slate, Avante Maddox, playing the best football they ever have in an Eagles uniform right now. Mm-hmm. Even better than Avante when he came on the scene as a rookie. 2018, yep. played a little corner, played a little safety. He was doing a little everything. He felt like a future Swiss Army knife type guy. And he's yeah. really not he's just a slot corner. But seeing Gannon maximize both of those dudes when we saw how lackluster Slay was in his first year in Philadelphia and the way yep. Maddox had tailed off from that really, really promising rookie season in 2018. You know, if it's not for that, Avante, if it's not for Jonathan Gannon, Avante's probably not getting that new contract, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then with the BG thing, every time Jared Patterson was breaking off a, a run or a little screen, I'm thinking if BG was there, he would have snuffed that out. He would have right. snuffed that out. And that, that, that's really where, you know, we're going to talk playoffs the whole pot, but that's really where your, your concern is, especially going up against the Tom Brady-led offense is – you need someone, you need a quarterback for that defense. And like, it's nice to have, you know, the McLeods of the world, you know, who were able to help on the back end, but it's gotta be someone else on that front seven who can get guys in order and just get guys situated because if not, it's just going to be a long day for, for everybody. Yeah. And like Fletcher Cox has had an amazing career, but he's not really that guy. Right. I mean, he's never been yeah. that guy specifically. Like McLeod's great. And I think he, we're going to look back on him as kind of an underappreciated eagle. Yep. Never a guy who's like putting up big stats, but it's right. just his sixth year in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, it was battled through injuries, all this stuff had that obviously huge, huge game winning interception against Washington. Going to that last drive, Eagles are down. Eagles are up 2016. Do you think Washington is scoring? Yes. Oh, yeah. I totally oh, think yeah. they're scoring. still saw that movie a million times. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, it's like, you know, the Sixers never win this game. That That's what I thought going into that. I was like, yeah. Exactly. I was like, we know exactly how this is going to end. And, and, and I, there was nothing. Everything in me was saying, yep, they're going to score right here. And, and that'll be our playoff hopes. But, um, you know, again, the, the Wiley vet, the the sometimes underappreciated vet, just making, making the right play. Because, you know, not for nothing, but a lot of guys would not have pursued that ball. It would have just been like the next down. Like, all right, cool. And yeah, love another down. down. Like making making the dive and then making the interception is something you don't expect from every player. Like you can't look at that and say, yeah, every every guy makes that play. Because they don't. A lot of guys let that ball just drop and say, move on to third down or fourth down. And I liked him when he was in Philadelphia, but if Jalen Mills picks that off, he is going to run out of the end zone, run around, and end up getting a safety, right? And I, I like Jalen, but that just that's, that's a heads-up play that you take for granted that right. he just knew to just kneel and stay just down kneel. in the end that's zone. It. That's it. Right. You're right, though. Jalen, Jalen Mills takes it out. and we A lot of people it. might take it out. Like, Slay could have taken it out. I, I don't think it was yeah, crazy. Like, that would have been just like, he's, he's gone in for that all-pro nod. He wants those big touchdowns and returns. I get that. But McLeod, with the heads-up play, just, just, just stay down. I remember watching um, – it was a hard knocks, and I think it might have been the Raiders t- three years ago now. And Knock on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was saying that, like, when a, deep, when a defensive back gets an interception, the instinct is to score. So, like, you, you, you have to – so you understand that, like, why anybody catching that ball would have been like, yo, I got to go 100 yards the other way. Because, like, the, a D-back never gets to touch the ball. Like – it just doesn't happen unless you're Jalen Ramsey, who, who is just an absolute ball hawk. But like your, your first instinct is, I got the ball, I'm about to score. So I totally get somebody just being dumb and trying and trying to score with it. Talking about defensive backs having the balls in their hands, when are we going to see 
that play they keep teasing with Darius Slay on offense? What is the play? When are we going to see it? Oh, I think he's, played, I think he's done. He's done at least two or three plays on. He did one on the the Washington home game a few weeks back. I think he yeah. had two out there on the field this past Sunday in in Atlanta over Maryland against Washington. I think if we don't see it Saturday night, I actually I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think we're going to see it Saturday. Oh. Night. Oh, definitely not Saturday night. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even dress. So yeah, he might even dress Saturday night. I actually think we're going to see it against Tampa Bay. If it if it stays Tampa Bay, and, and like I think the all of the all the math says it's like eighty percent Tampa. So yeah, it was like 76, 80 percent chance yeah. Tampa Bay. So I do think you, you listen. There, there's nothing. The whole kitchen sink comes out in the playoffs. So I think we'll see it against Tampa Bay. Um, I, that would be so that, that's super, one that, that's super exciting. And two, I think that, um, in a, in that kind of game, in that kind of environment, you gotta have, it's almost like a, it's almost like basketball. Like you want your best players on the court at, at, at all times. Like, so like if your best player on defense can also run a reverse on offense, like get them, keep them in there. Like <laughs> you want all your guys, you want all your best players on the field at all times. Like you just have to. And you know, this team doesn't, uh, there's still people in the organization that were here when they won the Super Bowl against Brady. They know you have to pull out the trick plays when you're going yep. against the GOAT. Yep. You're going to see, uh, I want some sort of, whether it's that round, a different round, whatever, a Hurts, a Minshew play. Run down the sideline like sunshine and the rev. Yeah, <laughs> for the Titans together. That's the type of energy I want. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see them loose. Um, you know, just having fun, smiling. It's house money. It's house money right now. Like a lot. Of, I, I think that in 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 this part of the country, a lot of people are just excited. They're in the playoffs, so we should just ride that energy. Like, just go out and have fun, man. And I think that's a, a credit to Hertz where I think he'll have yeah. those guys ready. And, you know, he's a leader in the way. And obviously Jason Kelsey is kind of a step above yep. him. And it's a generational thing we talked about before. There's yep. Super Bowl holdovers and this new nucleus, these new generation of guys. So I think both of them will have this team adequately prepared to be loose, to play like the underdog. This team, no team has ever had more success playing the underdog role than the Philadelphia Eagles for the last half dozen years. And you love um... – you love your your vocal leader on offense, and honestly, on the team, being the one who's who's closest to your your young quarterback. Correct. You know, like I, I literally, like literally, right? I yeah. I know there's no doubt in my mind that he's pulling him aside every day, and they're just talking, and he's like running through stuff with him, like this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, it's gonna be loud, it's you know, like you know, stuff's gonna happen, but like I I just. There's something comforting to me about having him like literally and physically close to Jalen for that entire game and for the you know the week leading up to it. Who's gonna sponsor us for our flight down to Tampa and our tickets to the game and all and our yeah, spot felt, in the parking lot felt, to um, tailgate to podcast live? Yeah, we're I'm I'm working the phones after today. I'll get my uh <laughs> get my agent in order, I'll be talking to some people figuring out who's no right. I'm, 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 I'm no there. problem wearing like a I'll wear a full Kenny jumpsuit on the way down and the whole yeah, I'm in a, here. I just need my phone charger. That's it. I'm good. Filled off your pretzel factory yeah. uh, sweatsuit. <laughs> I have no problem. I'll dress as a Kenny bear can. I'd, I'd wear, I'd wear that. They should just have that for me to go to like their public. They're like, public yeah. I, one time I went to 
uh, I don't want to call it a farmer's market, but kind of a pop-up market that was on Delco. Because Ashley, cause, well, you should plug it here. Ashley uh, has done a lot of uh, art and crafting yep. uh, business opportunities over yeah. the last year or so. She Happy started a new one that is a, a jewelry venture that she's been working yeah. uh, tirelessly on for the last several weeks, several months. They could kind of launch, launch this week. So check out at uh, Shop Earth to Ash on Instagram if you want to see something cool. Need some good gifts. Valentine's Day is coming up, fellas. Or gals. Yeah, doesn't matter how you identify yourself. Doesn't matter how you identify yourself. Absolutely. And they're all personalized gifts. Ash, Ash all personalized. Makes them herself. Yeah, and if you're in Philadelphia, they do. Uh, you have the discount code. You could get drop off instead of paying for shipping if you're in Philadelphia as well. I mean, come on. Handmade. Make it. When I'm when I'm recording these podcasts, she's back there. Or like I'm watching the Sixers game, working for Liberty Bars. Obviously, if you love the Sixers content, check out Espionations. Sixers site, libertybars.com. Like, I'm, I'm doing work for the game last night, and she's in there just grinding. Just grinding away, dude. I mean, that's what that's, that's like, that's honestly what, um, that's like part of the game, part of the entrepreneurship game is like, yeah, you're, we're grinding. Yeah, like, we're, we're grinding. Like, you're, you, your hours aren't your hours. You don't have set hours. Like, you're always, you're always pushing stuff forward. Like, that's just, that's just part of this, this game that we're all trying to succeed in. You kind of just have to, you know, you kind of just got to take advantage of the time that you get and always be trying to, you know, pro progress. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian.
we think about the gambling slate this weekend. I, this is my fear, not like it's a real fear, but just kind of in a joking way. But I want it to happen, and I don't have, I don't remember, you know, this happening in the past where the Eagles mm-hmm. are playing this meaningless game while these these sports book or sports books are so active and interactive yeah. now. Is I wonder if they're going to have props for these quote unquote lesser Eagles players or backups. Like I'd love for tomorrow or, or say it's Thursday, so for Saturday there would be a bunch of Minshew passing prop bets or something yeah. like that. I think that that would add some flair. I'm going out to Delco for the game. Nice. Are you going Since, to Ash's parents' house? Uh, they're in Arizona. Uh, T Suns. Okay. Oh, <laughs> got the baby. Said he'll have some Kenwood ready for me. Yes. Actually, gonna yes. help out with the baby. That's good awesome. to see it. Get to see the the child. Actually, not it. Yeah, but like I want a Jack Stoll plus eight hundred touchdown. Love that. Regis Jesuit in Colorado. Our our guy, our our, our brother, Jack Stoll. And, and our brother in Jesuit, uh, Jesuit philosophy. Jack Stoll. I like. I I, I want to. Um, I love to get a couple of Kenny Gainwell things going. Yeah, Jason Huntley, whatever. It's weak. Um, I think that they put, you know, the birds have a couple of guys on the COVID list who I think are coming off. I, I think almost all those guys are probably going to be off by the time game starts. It was very strategic. Extremely strategic. So for those that don't know, in the, the NFL's policy is if you test positive for COVID or you go on the list, you do not have to test for 90 days. So in a potential Super Bowl run, 15, 12 to 15 of the Eagles. The 15, most, the 15 best players on the team. 15 best players would not have to test again. Uh, and it's actually, it's, a, <laughs> it's extremely, extremely, extremely uh, funny because right after that, um, Dallas put like four of their best players on the list too. They're like, oh no! Yeah, I can't believe the Eagles are the first men to do that, yeah. and I guess it makes sense. There, it's, it's a unique situation because they are resting this week. Obviously, right. if this was a meaningful game, the Eagles wouldn't have 12, 15 players on COVID. Right, right. right. I, yeah, I, and, and you know this. This is um, again, you know, we're not pediologists, excuse me, um, but that's the NFL policy. And like again, a lot of that seems like an insane policy. That's yeah, insane. it's a. Absolutely insane policy, but according to according to them, you know that's that's the rule and that's that's how they what they abide by. So like it's it's it is one is strategic and two, you know if guys are feeling well and you know um, and 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 playing well, you know what are you, what are you gonna do? I, I do think it's one of those things where like I don't think any of them are gonna dress. But I, I I do think that all of them are going to be off the list by Saturday. But I, yeah. I would be I would be shocked if any of them if any of them even dress. Like there's literally nothing to play for. And this is the I mean shoot this is it's weird. This has been a weird Dallas week. Like because uh, zero juice. There's negative. It pains negative my soul negative. that we wasted a Dallas home game on this. Right. <laughs> like there's like there's zero juice. Like I know people are you know call people are going to go and tailgate as they should. You know it's always fun to tailgate. Um, but there's like no juice for this game. No, there's no nothing to play for on either side. Like Dallas is locked in in that four C. The Birds are locked in in their position. Um, so I, I I would be I, I I know what Mike McCarthy said it'd come in to win, but I would really be shocked if if Dak and that the rest of the starters play more than like three or four, you know, um, stanzas on. I can't on see off. them playing more than a quarter at, at most. Yeah, I think Jerry, especially- how how pissed was Jerry when he said that? Oh, dude, you know, you know, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry got all flush red. Jerry got as red as your hat when McCarthy. 
Because <laughs> he's, dude, he's not, dude, he, he doesn't want to take any chances. Like, he's probably got the, you know, he's got all the bells and whistles ready for for when the Cardinals come to town next week. So you can only guess when McCarthy said that. He's probably just like, <laughs> like straight stoic, like, how dare you? Don't you ever. Like, I am the coach of this team. You're just a figurehead. For those wondering, the Eagles line on Sunday, they are seven-point dogs. Saturday, Saturday, I'm so sorry. And the over-under is 43. It feels really low, but couldn't this definitely be a disgusting, like, 18-13 game? Yeah, right? it totally could. Like, yeah. Cooper Cooper Rush first, uh, first Minshew. It could totally be, like, a, a 19-16 game. Like literally. Minshew goes off, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote about this in the newsletter for the like I, a lot of times I'll pre-write the newsletters earlier in the week to get, you know, make my workload late in the yeah. week easier. So I, for the weekend edition of the newsletter this week, and you get to want to look look at, at the newsletter, you could go to patreon.com backslash Clancy from Broad Street with Love Newsletter. But wouldn't it be such a Howie Roseman thing, this quarterback factory situation <laughs> that Minshew goes out there, has the same performance the Jets, throws about 250 yards, tosses a couple touchdowns. And then this offseason, Roseman flips him for like uh, a late day two pick yeah. or third round pick or whatever. Oh, yeah. They just he got like, a first six round pick this past year. He like flips him for, you know, he flips him for a fourth round pick and then they go and get, they go and get Zeus, um, you know, from, from, from Georgia, Zamir White, for anybody who doesn't know who Zeus is. I love Zeus. I, he's, he is, he is my guy. Like, I know that. Running back. We got to end the, the pod talking about the Natty on Monday. Yeah. Obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah. I, I I can totally, totally, totally see that. That's actually the. I know. Um. A couple people tweeted about this too. That it's it's crazy how a lot of teams in the NFL just have zero plans for a backup quarterback, especially in a seventeen game season now. Like no, like there just seems to be a lot of teams that just kind of let go and let God in terms of what their backup situation is. So I can totally see how we going into an off season and going into draft day and saying, look, I got Minshew, dude. He went out and he, you know, two, two games started for us through for, you know, 500 yards, six touchdowns, blah, blah, blah. All it, all it takes is a fourth round pick. And you take that fourth round pick and you get better or you get, you know, you get another, get another young gun around jail. And I, I totally could see him doing that. That would be that would be the most prudent to do. I don't. Yeah, I don't I'm think fine with him rolling as QB two in 2022. Looking at it, he turns 26 this offseason. It's the last year of his rookie contract. Because he was a sixth or seventh round pick, his cap hit is less than a million dollars. Yeah, has tons of starting experience and relative success as a starting NFL quarterback as a thrower. Do a lot worse. Well, honestly, no. You could you could really do better than that as your backup yeah. quarterback for a guy who's Jalen Hurts will be twenty four next year. Yep. Has some starting experience. Has one full year under his belt. He's the perfect backup quarterback. Seems like a guy who's not necessarily ego driven. I don't think Minshew. Obviously, he wants to be the starter. He played well this year. Wants to prove himself. I'm right. sure he'd love to take Jalen's job. Yeah, but I feel sure, like he's yeah. playing as part of a team chemistry thing. He's not a guy that's out there ego wise. Even as someone who again has even more starting experience in the NFL and. You know, early on, maybe more traditional passer number of success early in his career than Jalen did. And and I think the other thing is, you 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 just touched on it, but really that ego driven part. Like I just seem like he's a he's a guy who's happy to be out there. And obviously, when you got there, you want to play. You want to play good. Like you you know you're because you're you get to realize as a backup, you're not just playing for your team. You're auditioning for other teams. It's in NFL. 
any like it can happen at any moment. Like a starter goes down and they survey other teams, say, yo, like we, you know, you got Minshew right there. What's he gonna take the prime off your hands? Like, yo, I know Minshew is Minshew just uh tore the jets up for you guys. Like, you know, we just lost our guy. What's up? We want him to come in and 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 vie for our starting position. Like that, that happens all the time. Like you're always auditioning. So, you know, being professional. Given you know, giving it a hundred percent, that all comes along with what teams want to see when they're surveying to see you know who's who's going to come in and maybe vie for their starting position. Yeah, I think he is the ideal backup quarterback for almost any team. Yeah, I think he's I think he's a starting caliber quarterback. Obviously, a guy who's probably in the twenty to thirty range. Yeah, so it's not necessarily that there isn't a ceiling yeah. there really. At, at least at this moment in time, I think he's a top twenty to thirty starting quarterback with with some upside. I would think depending on the right situation. Yeah. Like the I would, joke I, ma- I would make is like everyone like oh like exploding brain meme. It's like Doug and Wentz, and then Doug and <laughs> Doug and Hurts, then Doug and Foles, then Doug and Minshew. Like Doug, Doug and, and Minshew would have been <laughs> would have been the goat parent. That would have been that would have been a ton of fun. Dude. I, I I I'll put it I'll put it this way like it would suck to see him in like a giant or a, a Washington. Minshew? Yeah, uniform. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's easy to root for. He's he's yeah, he's that like, type he's of easy to root for. He's fine. Goofy white fine. boy. Yeah, totally easy to root for. He just he's you know he's charismatic. He comes in, does his job. He's got his mullet and his you know looks like Tom Skerritt from Top Gun. But <laughs> you know he's got he's got all that he's got all the intangibles. But like yeah, if, if if he does go, and he most likely is, I want him out of the division. You know, oh, definitely. I like him out of conference. Yeah, out of he conference. could be uh, when Doug takes over the Raiders' job and Mariota leaves, he could go be Derek Carr's backup. That's so funny. I literally was thinking, I was literally saying, dude, just go out, go out to Vegas. He's he is the consummate Vegas backup quarterback. Like he wouldn't own that town. Like that get more endorsements and advertisements than Derek saying. Carr. You land you land in Vegas, and the first thing you see is a billboard with sunglasses and a mustache. Like one of those uh, Burt Reynolds lying yeah. naked, like lying almost naked with like a, a G strap yeah. on. <laughs> yep. Speaking of Gardner Minshew and his former team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you have a potentially wild playoff situation playing out on Sunday. So one o'clock game, the Colts this are going to nuts, Jacksonville. I'm, I'm I'm glad you touched on it because this really yeah. is crazy. So the, the Colts are going to be 15-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Jacksonville. Huge, huge number. And probably deserved, right? Yeah, the Colts sure. are probably going to win this game. I think that's that's pretty clear. Yeah. However, this is probably the biggest game of Carson Wentz's career since that playoff game. When he, yeah. Like the, the, yeah, really, kind of. It's, it sounds strange to see, and I'm not saying it as a slight to Carson, even though I've slight him a lot, just the, the reality of the situation right now. Winner, winner, win. You can still make it if you lose, but probably bad chance, right? Winner get, winning get in yeah, situation. Has rarely faced these situations in his career. So the Jaguars winning lines plus seven thirty. If the Jaguars were to upset the Indianapolis Colts, then we could face a situation where the Sunday night game, the game that was flexed as Sunday night football on NBC, eight twenty Eastern time Sunday night, is the Raiders and Chargers. If the Colts were to lose that game. There is a situation where the Chargers and Raiders, which on the surface is a win and get win or go home game for both squads. Raiders, when they go to playoffs, Chargers are out. Chargers win, Raiders go out. Simple. But if the Colts were to lose that game to Jacksonville, we have a situation brewing on Sunday where if that game ended in a tie, 
both teams would make the playoffs and the Colts would go home. That is some crazy game theory talk right there. That is so, so crazy, man. I mean, this specifically would never happen, but in reality, and you would never want to do it to your divisional opponent. No. But if they just took knees, uh, took turns kneeling for 70 minutes, both teams would make the playoffs. Which is nuts. Or or if they just it's 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 a it's a weird you'd have to you'd have to literally set it up pre-game. Like both coaches had to be like, look, we'll just kick field goals. So like if we end we will end at nine nine and then when we get into overtime, we'll just we'll, we'll each do a field goal or we'll each kick we'll each try to we'll let the other score. I think you're gonna see some really conservative decision making late in that game in a way that might make Roger Goodell have an aneurysm watching it. <laughs> this is and this isn't like they're tanking or all those things, but I think back to week three last year, the Eagles against the Bengals, Doug Peterson basically mm-hmm. took a took a tie punting when he could have either done a Hail Mary or a yeah. field goal, those types of things at the end of that Bengals game in overtime. I wouldn't be surprised if he saw a similar situation here where a tie is going to make you go to the playoffs say a misplay and the, the other team getting the ball could result in you going home. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and gambling, and this is obviously like not a common bet, is a, is a double result. I don't think people bet on these a lot, but that would be, you know, what the result is at the end of the first half, whether it's uh, X or Y team winning or a draw, maybe right. the game's tied. And then you'd also pick what happens at the end of regulation. So the end of the fourth quarter, not necessarily what happens yep. if there's overtime, but if there's a, a draw at the end of over, uh, regulation, X or Y team winning. Yeah, yeah. So I did a little parlay for Sunday. It's Jaguars money line, which is plus seven thirty, which yeah. be one of the biggest upsets maybe in uh we've seen in, this season. Oh NFL, yeah, this right? season for Except sure. Against Lions, Cardinals, and, and yeah. this would be the two biggest upsets. Yeah, for sure. And then a a double result draw in the Raiders charge games, meaning it'd be tied at halftime. Yep, and tied at the end of the game is on its own plus eighty five hundred. Yeah, so parlaying those two together, it's plus seventy one thousand two eighty. <laughs> so if you're throwing 10 bucks on that, that's to win 10 bucks is to win seven grand. Do it. I think that's the funnest bet you'll do all day. That's the most fun you'll have. That's the most fun bet you'll make all year. If we're responsible again, I'm not saying like, I'm not someone who puts, you know, $150 on yeah. any game or anything close yeah. to that. I'm just kind of doing it for the vibes. But it's, it's just if, you're, if you're doing a little Sunday flyer, you got a $5, $10 free yeah. bet burning into your DraftKings or FanDuel account. That's worthwhile, that's right? Totally just for the vibe. And like, you know, again, we're we are not professional gamblers. We're just guys who like to gamble. I like um, to give you a fun, fun bets. I don't necessarily I'm not giving you necessarily winners. I'm giving you stuff that's gonna entertain you on yeah. Sundays. We don't we're not on the take, we're not we're not on anybody's payroll in Vegas. It's just a fun bet to make. Also given the given the circumstances, and, and we've seen it with the NFL and the sports in general, nothing's off the table. Like the 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 craziest bets like that are the ones that wind up hitting, and you're like, "That'll that'll never happen again." Like if you if, if that hits, it's one of those bets where you say, "I'm probably done gambling for the rest of my life because I'll never have a win like this again." And there is the shade and fraud aspect of watching Carson miss the playoffs. That I think, obviously, I think they're still probably close to a 50-50 split. And, yeah, you know, in in real life, I think on Twitter life, yeah. you see you have a very vocal minority in terms of the, dis- the discourse yep. around Wentz and Hurts yep. and the whole Eagles fiasco the last handful of years. But in, in real life, it seems like there's probably a 50-50 split. Uh, so if you're one of those Eagles fans who kind of enjoys seeing, I'd say Carson Wentz get hurt or something insane like that, <laughs> but just 
uh, wants him to do poorly, whether just because, hey, like, feels like he bailed in the city. We want to be done with him. We want to feel yeah. like we didn't make a mistake letting him go. Do that. And also there's the added benefit where that that first round pick uh, could be a, a different of a handful of spots in the yeah. first round, depending on whether Indianapolis misses the playoffs or makes the playoffs. And and it's a they have they have little they're 15 and a half point favorites, but they kind of have little room for error because they have not been playing their best football as of late. Um, Frank Wright has never beaten the Jaguars twice in one season, which is <laughs> that's insane. That's, that's crazy. That's just nuts, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like that division is weird. That's a weird division. That, that weird division. That NFC South is is extremely AFC South. Excuse me, extremely weird division. But I I, I think that. Um, you know, they have the, maybe the offensive MVP and I like, I like a lot of their receivers, but I still, it still feels weird. Like you still feel like if they're down 14, 10 at halftime, you wouldn't be shocked. Like there's just, it's just a weird division, man. The, the Jaguars are terrible, but somehow they always manage to give the Colts absolute heck. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Eagles. The Eagles are going to the playoffs. They could be ten and seven, and we just saw uh, the Giants beat them this year. It's a divisional yeah. game. So the Eagles yeah, were road favorites in that game at the Meadowlands. The Eagles lost. It just happened. We lost it's that game. Yeah, so it's we're just, going beyond the cliched uh, any given Sunday. But in reality, if you're playing a divisional foe on the road, that's always going to be a hard game. Yeah, I mean, even, divisional, even if you beat them by a bunch, it was still a hard game. Like, like they say, with divisional. And rival games, you throw the records out the window. It's just, it's a, it's different. You expect, you expect it to be, you know, a, just a twelve round fight because yeah, you no one knows you better than your than your rival, and and these teams know each other. They know each other's tendencies. And they know how to prepare. Like you don't prepare. Your easiest week is when you're preparing for your rival because you know exactly what to expect. You know exactly yeah. what it's going to look like, and all you do is per, is try to perfect your defense, your offense, because you know exactly what they're going to throw at you. Like, I, I can guarantee you all week that Jacksonville defense has been preparing how to stop Jonathan Taylor. Like, it's no secret. Like, there, the secret yeah. is, yeah, look, if we stop Jonathan Taylor, we probably beat the Colts. Like, simple as that. Need our guy Trevor to come through. Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. I just I just wanted to be – I just wanted to be a uh, – I, I, I want to make them sweat. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just want to see them sweat a little bit. I just want to see what happens when they face a little bit of adversity. Because um, their hard knocks has been – their in-season hard knocks has been kind of too much kumbaya for me. So, I just want to see – I didn't watch because I thought they might uh, kind of unravel. And I was going to watch hard knocks because of that. And then they started doing it really well. I'm like, well that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, saying no, there's no adversity. There's no, no internal no. locker room strife. What's the point of watching this? It's been a little too kumbaya for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, they haven't faced – it's been like – no internal strife, like no no players been you know threatening to to uh to to hold out. It's kind of it's kind of like it's actually been pretty boring because it, it they've just kind of just been winning games and telling each other they love them. I don't want to see that. No, that's that's not entertaining. That's not entertaining. All right, finish up, Natty. I'm sure you're picking uh, your dogs. Oh my dogs. Uh, Would you lock him in at three or two and a half point favorites? I lock him at three. Yeah. I, I, um, they, I mean, they absolutely thrashed Michigan, but I told you, I told you they would do that. But, um, you know, in the Bama game was, was 
See, the, the thing about Bama is they, they trick you. They play mind games with you. Like, like Cincinnati, it felt like the score was close, but it never was. Cincinnati was yes. never going to score enough to beat them, and we knew that. They, you know, they kind of just got they got bored with him and then finally decided to put him away. But that the game was never as close as, as people would like to think it was. I, I do think this one's going to be close. I, I think that um, I, I think that that Georgia defense has a lot. They took a lot of ridicule after that the SEC championship game, rightfully so. They got their butts handed to them. But I think that this time around, they're um, they're going to be up to the challenge. It's going to be a fun game to watch, though, man. I, I love I love. I know Monday night games are weird, but I love a good national championship on Monday night. So, like, the March Madness and and this, I, I love a good college championship on a Monday night. It's, it's all, it gives you something to look forward to. I don't know who I would take between the lines. I would think maybe if I was doing something, I would just throw a money line on Bama because they yeah. have, you're getting better odds right there when I feel like it's a true yeah. you know, pick-up type game. I do like the under on 52. Oh but yeah, taking the taking the under, and, and if you're just watching with no true true rooting interest in the national championship yeah. game, is just a loser move. So I don't necessarily, and but that's that's why everyone bets the overs, and that's why the right. lines are inflated on the overs and stuff like that too. So, like I, so I, I see a little plus three and unders parlay. Also, if you're, um, you know, we're getting we're we're in, we're in playoff season, but if you're if you're anyone who is a big time uh, NFL draft guy. Or or gal, definitely oh, yeah. tune in. I mean, there's there's gonna there's pros all over the field on both sides of the ball. You know that Bama defense probably has. I think all eleven of that of those Bama defensive players are going to be pros. Um, and you know it's the same with the Georgia defense. So if you're, you know, especially for for birds fans, there's a lot of a lot of guys on both sides of the ball who will look great in midnight green. So even if you're not a fan of either of these teams is totally cool. Definitely tune in just to see the, the kind of talent that that's going to be on the field. It's going to be a, a really, really fun game to watch. Yeah. You know, either have some of those guys and on the Eagles or keep them out of the NFC or NFC. Right, keep right. Like, I don't want Jordan Davis to be a top 10 pick for the Giants. Right. Oh, easily. I, I, I want him. He's going to be a top 10 pick. We're not, he's not going to be there when we, when, when no. we pick. So I just want him out of the NFC in general. Um, I do not want him in the NFC, and I definitely don't want him in the NFC East. But a guy who might be there, and it depends on how that Dolphins pick shakes out, which kind of pisses me off at there. 14 right now, but if they lose and they're playing a – I believe they're paying the Patriots who are they're trying to win Patriots, the division yeah. right now. Uh, they could, you know, Having a home playoff game swing is very important. Like, yeah. they, New England could be any seed by some, the end of Sunday, one through seven. They could be one any through, of those yeah. seeds. Yeah. So they're so they're going to play. They're going to play, <laughs> which is nuts. Um there's a, there's a couple of, of Georgia linebackers who will probably be there when we when they use them when they go to pick. Um, so we'll see. I, I, it's going to be so what, uh, dude? Trayvon Walker, the edge rusher. Trayvon Walker. I could be. Um, I could. I could be into a Trayvon Walker. I could totally be into a a, a Trayvon Walker, on um, Kobe Dean. I mean, they. I mean, you you name it on either side of the field, and and he's a guy that I want on this team. I mean, you gotta be smart. Like, look at the look at look at Devontae. You just gotta be smart. If he's an SEC guy, grab him. Like, that's 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 always been my that like if if they're a blue bud, you got you gotta grab him. Like, that's my 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 uh, my philosophy. You can't don't overthink it. If if they're a blue blood, grab him because he's gonna be a terrific pro for you. 
you have guys on Georgia and Bama who are routinely playing in bigger games than most NFL teams are playing each season. And that's that's the difference. Those guys, by the time they're in the NFL, they've already played in front of 100, 150,000 people. So, like, if you're telling a, a guy he's got to go into, uh, you know, uh, FedEx field on a Saturday night, and win a game, it's not that big a deal. They've done like they've done worse. They've done way, 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 way more than that. Like those, it's just different. Those guys are, they're they train different. They're coached different. Like it, it does matter. Howie, take the Monday off. Take Monday off, Howie. Get celebrate. Figure out who the Eagles are playing by Sunday <laughs> night. Then Monday, get some chips and sauce with some guac, maybe some Kennys, maybe some Kennys. And watch that national championship Relax. game. And just just that, write that. down the name of every defensive player that takes a snap on either team. That's and then it. that's your big board come April and May. You got your big board. By the time that game ends at you know midnight on Monday, you got your big board. You know who you're playing. You know next Saturday or Sunday. Uh, we won't say Monday. We say Monday. We will be right in the league. But <laughs> oh, that I, that was that was the podcast I dropped. So if you're listening to Odds and Ends and haven't listened, to, I, did, I dropped two episodes from the Bleachers this week. Uh, the most recent one that dropped Thursday morning, uh, I ranked the the slots of uh, mm-hmm. the best start times mm-hmm. for Eagles fans. Yep. Obviously, uh, and dead last was the Monday night time. Yeah, I don't want that. I I would not want a Monday night game. It just like I don't even. And I talk about this as a podcast. If you want to like a whole twenty minute discussion, check out there. But just. I'm not even someone who has a real nine to five anymore. And yeah. I get that's MLK day, but I was never offering MLK day when I had a nine to five. And I know it's not a universal thing. So slugging through work. And I was just someone who had, you know, a dumb office job. Imagine if you're doing someone who's like something that's really labor intensive and grueling yeah. and then having to come home and just like, that's, that's not the vibe. You deserve to have a full day to yourself, amping yourself up yeah. about your team being in the but playoffs. It's, it's, it's so it's so anticlimactic to have to prepare for that. Going into work Tuesday, the night after an Eagles got eliminated from the postseason, sounds like the worst move of all. Yeah, can you imagine? I mean, I, I just, I can't imagine that. That's that would be the worst Tuesday in the tri-state on record. Like, if you have to go in the day after they get eliminated and you know, and be productive, I, I just can't, I can't picture that. But productive on a, I was never productive on a normal day, let alone yeah, I know, right. like that. I mean, you're not you're not like we're not we're not productive regardless. But like if you go in after that, I I certainly don't I, I don't wish that on anybody. Please don't do that to us, NFL. Yeah. You owe us not to do that. I think there's a good chance they won't. Uh I'm sure I'll be wrong now that I'm <laughs> saying that. But just given that the Eagles have played on Saturday, they're playing on Saturday yeah. this week, they're not gonna give them like two extra days of rest i don't necessarily think but if if like the odds are saying the probability says the eagles will be playing brady they're probably either getting a saturday night sunday night or monday night slots it's uh the goat out there everyone wants to watch the defending champs at top i would love a saturday night i'm fine fine with saturday Saturday the again you can see my whole rankings i should have an article dropping today for bgn where i you know write it out it's kind of a companion piece of the article so either go listen to the pod you can check the article out on uh, bleedgradation.com too. So yeah, I, I would love it. My my number one would be a Saturday night. I mean, sun, yeah. obviously Sunday is Sunday, but I would love a good Saturday night game. I like I, number one for me as a tease was Sunday at four forty. I, I like yeah, that's also a good time. Too. I like that. I mean, like most of the Saturday and Sunday ones are fine. It's just the I don't I hate the first game on Saturday because that's just a slap in the face. Yeah, because saying like your team stinks and like no one cares about them. Yeah, we're get, we're getting out of the way. You the Colts will be playing in that game. Yeah, no one. Uh, and then Monday night, it's just like that's that's agonizing. Like you know, I, I think we can like if we're looking at it, 
trauma, you know, who they love type standpoint, you know, Dallas and Arizona is probably going to get a primetime slot regardless. Yeah. Um, and so like if, if you work your way back, I could totally see uh, Eagles Bucks. I can totally see Brady getting either a, a, a primetime slot on a Sunday or like getting a 440 game on like a Saturday. I don't see, I don't see either. I don't see them getting a one o'clock game either day. They wouldn't do that to Brady. No. They they want yeah. people to tune in for that. So I would say either they either get one of the four forties or one of the prime time slots. So like yeah, if, yeah. if Dallas Arizona gets eight o'clock on Sunday, we'll we'll probably get eight o'clock Saturday. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Works cool. for me. Works for me. Yeah. He'll be back next week. We'll be talking about whoever they're playing. We want Brady. We have that. We want Brady sign out. Chance. We'll have the chance out with the sign out. Taking down the goat once again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can check us out, obviously, on Twitter at Seamus underscore Clancy and then at tweets underscore by underscore Zoe. And I also run the Bleeding Green Nation Instagram with our great producer, Rachel. So check us out on there at Bleeding Green Insta. As always, keep bleeding green. Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com AI for people. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.